Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 41 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We bring you this podcast on the special date of 4-20-2021. As always, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, and I'm your host, Sterling Hammer. Here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. Now let's jump into this movie podcast. Um, This week, we went exactly the same route as we went last week. Action-packed romance. Uh, no. Yeah. If you're if you think romance is action, this was packed. Um, but yes, we watched the movie Safe Haven as we said last packed, week. Right. Um, I hope you were on the edge of your seats waiting to hear about this next Nicholas Sparks movie film ad- adaptation of a book, Nicholas Sparks book. Sorry, of course. Um, but yes, this movie is a good. Like I've shown recently, Lee, some like a lot of like co- romance comedies, which it's like. Romance comedy, like there's, I think Lee, what I'm gonna try, what I'm showing you from this podcast is romance isn't just oh romance movie. Yeah, there are actually, even though you don't like, you didn't think there would be, there are genres of romance in romance movies. There's obviously mm-hmm. like action movies with romance, and the romance right. is a pretty big part of it. Yeah, but right. there's also a lot of action. There's mm-hmm. comedy. Where like romantic comedy, romantic yes. comedy, where the comedy is always intertwined with like a lot of innuendos and all like that. It's <laughs> a little more dirtier with romance comedies usually, unless it's like a, a more PG like fucking Amanda Bynes' is one. Um, Something, but even him, that one is like all about fucking guy or girls and <laughs> being one of the guys and shit like that. Um, and then there's this, Safe Haven, um, the yeah. lucky one. Mm-hmm. This romance, where romance is one hundred percent the focus and realism in romance terms, so there's not just going to be like people cracking jokes all the time because people don't just crack jokes all the time. No, there's not going to be crazy scenarios, but there's going to be absurd scenarios. Well, we'll talk about that. Okay, you're right. Absurd, absurd um, scenarios. All right. Before we do that, we got to read the back of this. DVD, Blu-ray case. Everyone's favorite part. Um, Your episodes. (laughs) Yes. Josh Dumal and Julian Hugh star in this spellbinding romantic drama based on the novel by Nicholas Sparks. After a mysterious woman moves to a small town and falls in love with a handsome widower, a dark seeker from her past threatens their happiness. Now the thrilling romance directed by Lacey Halstrom is available in spectacular (laughs) Blu-ray. They really went like half-assed with that fucking Spectacular (laughs) Blu-ray. It's just like real half-assed. The best Nicholas Sparks movie since The Notebook. Pete Hammond movie line. <laughs> the fuck's movie line? Uh, some safe haven. You know it when you find it. <laughs> He'll know when to the give you the letter. Haven. To her. Stay out of my safe haven. To her. But they never said the word safe haven. I know. <laughs> I wish. And you said like it would have been better if the town was called Safe Haven. I know. It I would have been hilarious. Liked that. I wouldn't have liked it, it for the hilarious so factor, but I would have liked it. Um, <laughs> well, as that boring-ass fucking summary on the back says, does not do this movie justice, but uh, the director was Lasse. Lasse I'm saying this horrible because he's Swedish. Hallstrom. Uh, he's, like Lasse? Something Hallstrom? Like that. Yeah. He's a Swedish-born director. Um, he shot a lot of ABBA music videos, which is funny. Well, they're... Swedish band. Yeah, I know. Uh, the reason why he's so uh, mentioned on this one is he's the one who directed Dear John, which was a pretty big success for uh, oh. Nicholas Sparks movie. Oh, also. wow. Uh, he also directed A Dog's Purpose, that terrible movie <laughs> oh, where they abused animals. Well, no, I heard that was proven to not be quite true. But still, like, dude, dogs shouldn't be put through that anyway. But that movie still looks stupid. Uh, and The Nutcracker and The Four Realms, the Ooh, movie no one a, saw. That was a big flop. Yeah, everyone's like, what? A dark, like, for- Who nutcracker? Who asked for another Nutcracker movie? Yeah, and it's like realism, dark. There's like poop. five of them. <laughs> There's like five of them. We want another Grinch and they movie. Were, I think they're all flops. There's one with Macaulay Culkin, I think, from the 90s that nobody remembers. I definitely don't. 
Um, this yeah. movie was produced by Marty Brown, Chad Frett, Wick Godfrey, Ryan Canave. You know a movie like this always has a ton of producers, and it's all because they're just like, let's get on some of that money. That Nicholas Spark Teat. He's got his posse. (laughs) Make me my money. Um, This was written by Gage Lansky. Uh, The only movie, when I looked him up, is literally the only thing he's ever done on IMBD, or she. Wait, what what was she? She uh, helped write it. Oh, okay. But just this is literally the only thing she's done Mm -hmm. since. When did this movie come out? 2013. Not even since, but ever. Wow. (laughs) I don't know, like, if she's just not credited on a bunch of things. She's, like, one of those ghost writers in the world, but I don't know. Maybe. It's possible. Possible, possible. She writes for Drake. You heard it here. For Drake. Uh, We got Dana Dana Stevens. Uh, Two movies you might know her from is... uh, for Love of the Game and City of Angels. Oh. Uh, she also worked on TV, uh, a lot of TV shows. What About Brian and Reckless? I don't know what those shows um, are. Nope. But they had a lot of seasons. Um, Interesting. Now, into the cast of this movie. Oh, boy. We got Julianne Hugh is Aaron. I think it's Hoff. Hoff. Yeah, probably right. I'm just terrible at saying names. Everyone, You're going to have to get used to that. And I hope you are after 41 podcasts. Not even just names. I'll be honest. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the Awood. <laughs> uh, Don't she say pl- that. Well, that's why I said the uh, You said the Awood. <laughs> hey, if you get that, leave it in the comments. Um, Julianne Hoff as Aaron slash Katie. Because, you know, we find out she's running from her past. She's got to change her name. She's looking for a place to settle down. A safe haven. Lee loves saying that literally, even though it was never once said in the pod or in the movie. I'm just like, hilarious. Like, it's just hilarious it's just how you're funny like, to say it. The safe haven. We're here in the safe haven. But it's like they didn't say that. I know, but I'm <laughs> saying it for them. I like putting it in there. No, it's you're like, vetoed. Those you got to get out of my safe haven. You know, you <laughs> you're vetoed. Those aren't in the. Those aren't quotes. <laughs> Everyone, no. uh, uh, just let you know, Lee is lying during most of these podcasts. Um, yeah. We got Josh Dumal as Alex Wheatley, uh, the widower. Mr. Transformers man. Yes, but also I know him from romance movies like Win a, da- Win a Date with Ted Hamilton. Tad. Tad, yeah. sorry. And this movie. Um. He's all. He did that. He also did a movie with like Catherine Heigl, where they like I don't know. They adopt a child or something. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like their best friends like die in a car accident, and then they like try to adopt and take care of the kids. Okay, I seen that. Um, and then also he did a movie with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is in that for five seconds, but uh, that movie's fucked up a little bit. Just one scene, but the rest of it's kind of garbage. But mm-hmm. I like them both in this movie. I know, I know. Lee's going to be like, no, it's contrived. And they're just stupid. And, you know, fucking, it'd be better if her titty got ripped off by a monster or something. But. Yeah. But. <laughs> I thought this was so cute. And yes, let's get it out of the, the, the way. They're perfect. Or she's at least perfect the entire movie. In every scene. Like, her hair is just. You know, I know it's always golden. It's never dirty. Her makeup is perfect. She likes, yeah. She sleeps under a bridge uh, for the night, and she like walks into town and gets a job, looking perfect. Looks just fine. She gets a place immediately. (laughs) Like, what money did she have? Uh, Exactly, and and then uh, she gets into a fight at the end, and she's barely scratched up. She gets, she gets punched one once. little bruise. She's punched like once. A lot of her bruises would have been covered because he's like pushing her and like kicking her and shit. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, it's kind of a brutal scene, I guess. He's an abuser. He plays. He's Lee's favorite character in the movie. Oh God, no, he's not. Uh, I just like laughing at him. Well, we all know him as David Lyons as Detective Kevin Turney. <laughs> Lee's favorite Or is it Tierney Tierney maybe 
He does. He does impose tyranny. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, dad jokes. We're here every. Well, you know, sometimes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> we're but you pretty know, inconsistent. But you know, life. Sorry, people. We work. We try. Uh, we got Cobby Smolders as Carly Joe. Colby Smolders. Colby Smolders as Carly slash Joe. Ha <laughs> ha. This character. What's wrong? I don't want to. We oh man, it's too early to be talking about this character. We'll save. Uh, Lee's. I'll save my thoughts for uh, it's, this character. It's Lee's favorite character. Uh, his favorite part of the movie, but yes, <laughs> we're gonna build up that little suspense for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Mimi Kirkland as Lexi Wheatley, the little girl. She's adorable. She's got like one tooth. It's like day. like just typical Hollywood child actor. Uh, Lee, it's hilarious watching Lee with like Lee hates children actors, loathes them. No matter what. I can't stand it. Even in his own movies, he's like, yeah, that's the least favorite part of it. <laughs> I, I just, like, I cannot stand, like, little kid acting. They always, and it's, at least, like, in these big Hollywood movies. It's just, like, I just, like, the kids should just be in the background. No, little kids he's a widower with kids. in the background. No, he's a widower with kids. Like, the kid's gonna be a big part of his life. It's all about, like... Uh, the thing we need to talk about is all about like her being like a, a good mom replacement. I don't know. It's like kids in movies. It's always weird. She was. Come on. This is like Lee. This is the one of the main differences we have in this podcast. You guys are gonna realize. It's, I don't I hate like children he, no. in real life. By the way, he does. But I like. I mean, just cute things. Things that make you fuzzy in the heart. Warm and fuzzy. It's just she's just sitting there like I I help my dad, beep boop beep boop. She just you know she has the typical little kid lines and uh, and she's just got like yeah and she, her teeth are all jacked up because she's got little kid teeth. She's like five, nah, six, seven, maybe maybe six. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe seven. I don't know. I don't want to just. I don't want to be too mean, but you know. Well, I she's just, probably not it. But at this point, even if she was like, let's say seven, 2013. Seven years. She'd be 14 now. 14. Still, 14, I mean, 15. it's still, you know. Don't want to. It's still, I guess, bullying a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, We got Noah Lomax as Josh, we- Josh Wheatley. I didn't dislike him as much. Why? Is it because he was a little older? Maybe, and I think I, I kind of, like, I felt like he had a little bit more of, like, a point in the story. Like, he had a more, or not point, a purpose, I mean. And a like, little bit more purpose He was the, the one who kept, like, yeah, he was, like, kind of the main, at least in the relationship, the main, like, obstacle. In a sense, yeah. But it's, like, you can kind of understand, like, the wife just dying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the he like the like uh, Josh uh, Dumel's character said like he's old enough to actually remember his mother, while she just remembers the idea of having a mother. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was kind of a. That's why the daughter immediately point. takes to the girl woman. That was kind of a good point that was brought the Katie. Up. But yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. We found probably when I asked my future I, question. I was. It's a little spoilers. I was sort of with this movie for a little bit, a chunk of it, until a certain point. But we'll get to that. We made it up to the 99.7% part <laughs> and was all of a sudden like, what the fuck? It's like watching the reaction was hilarious. It was, you'll, you'll know. Just let me tell you, it looked like his whole world was flipped upside down. It kind of was for a second. He didn't know what movie. He thought, like, I all of a sudden, I switched the DVDs, maybe he nodded off. He was like, is this a different this, movie? Uh, Are I we watching E.T.? Was this whole thing a fever dream? Uh, she wakes up, and she's actually being still choked to death by him. <laughs> it's just like. And it's just her well, about to die. What? But we'll get. We'll uh, we got Irene around. Zelger as Mrs. Feldman, just that old lady who was like, go the away. Who, the one who helps her. Uh, yeah, yeah, helps her get away. Who was she? Like, just her neighbor. They had moved into town recently, 
Or like she had moved into town because they got married recently. Like she said, she was a young girl who probably like look at abusers do. They like they're great. At, they're great at first. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, now you're mine. Mm-hmm. And she probably like you know classic abuse shit. Right. That's one of the main. Uh, I was talking about this outside the podcast. Talk. Let's talk about it in the podcast. When I was researching it, uh, it's one of the main differences in the from the book from the movie in the book they go into way much more detail of her abuse you get way more flashbacks of how bad it's not just like oh one dinner he freaked out like you get to see not like they made you think that in the movie Mm -hmm. but like you actually like not see it but if i mean you read it Mm -hmm. uh more flashbacks of like like the pattern and probably like how he got her and they're dating and shit like that um and also, like, her character is actually way more guarded and actually way more PTSD'd out in the book. And it takes the main the main dude a lot more, like, trying to get her just to come out of her shell. Yeah. Not just like, here's a bicycle. All right. <laughs> oh, God. And I talked to her, uh, her friend, her neighbor. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it, everyone. I was dropping hints the entire movie. I was just like, I was, and I was just like, what? I wasn't, I was barely paying attention. Lee was just like, I love it. Lee, like, I just, it was funny. I was watching the scenes and I'd be like, is Lee going to notice it? And he's just like, man, that neighbor's crazy. (laughs) 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 I'm just like, all right, but we'll get there in just a moment, everybody. We'll get there in just a moment. We got Robin Mullins as Maddie. I think that's the, the waitress owner. Oh, they mean the restaurant, restaurant bar owner? Yeah, yeah. yeah She's yeah. some nice lady who hires But it's her. called, the restaurant's called, like, Ivan's? Maybe it's named after her husband or something. Uh, whatever. We got, uh, Red, rude. We got Red West as Roger. Oh, yeah. This guy, um, he's, uh, he was in Roadhouse. He was one of the, he was the father of the doctor who patrick swayze falls in love with in that movie the guy who owns the uh i guess it was like a convenience store a hardware store yeah and the bad guy blows it up because that's just his what what did he play in this movie i can't remember he was josh demel's father oh no uncle it was his uncle okay yeah but oh okay 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 and in real life that's cool a little bit of trivia actually like Found out about, uh, I actually a little bit know about this guy. He was uh, Elvis Presley's best friend, apparently. Very lifetime, lifelong, yeah, lifelong. Well, he's old enough, definitely. Right. Or is he dead now? He passed away in 2017. Oh. At least he didn't see what COVID does to his beautiful nation. <laughs> um, we got uh, Juan Carlos. Sorry, I'm not going to even try to say your la- the rest of your last name. As Detective Ramirez, he's just like... Was he that one guy? Yeah, he's like kind of his partner for like a second. He's just like, okay, can you... Those, like awkward scenes. It's just a scene to show how evil he is. Yeah. Like where he's just like, come on, man, this guy's got three kids and the evidence kind of like shaky. I think we should do a little more work. And he's just like, no, you know what? Even if Even if he isn't guilty, he knows who did it. And that's what's important. Yeah. He's not telling Detective us. bags under his eyes. Lee loved that. <laughs> this he was, just, he was just a cartoon character. He was li- yeah, he was he was he just, just a gray sweaty man. Sweaty and uh, He looked like yeah, like Lee said his life was draining from him. The, the life was movie. constantly draining from him. All because he lost the woman he tried to like beat to death. He got stabbed like inside too. It was like didn't that even do anything to him? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like you're not even like you're not on like sick leave, medical leave. Like maybe I wonder how long it ha- it couldn't have happened that long ago because she like immediately ran. I don't know. Like I don't know. It would have been like okay. Actually, I won't say like how this you because you might ask me like how this movie. Oh how yeah, yeah. How to make this movie better? Yeah, I think yeah. I might have uh, an answer to that actually. Okay, I want to ask that question right now then. Okay, um, so I guess my idea w- is um, he shouldn't be a cop, like, in the beginning. He should have already be like been, like, kind of kicked off the force, 
and have it be a twist that um have it be the twist that oh fuck yeah <laughs> i lost my train of thought um see the twist was in this movie that he just made up the fact that she murdered him yeah he put out a fake wanted alert for yeah, and her and then because we only see, like, snippets of, like, the incident. Yeah, and, like, he, the whole movie you're seeing, he's, like, he, you think, like, even him being the, uh, the, her husband threw Lee off. Right. Like, it's kind of, I thought you would have seen all the twists coming in this movie, but you, you actually got, I, I don't, like, you got I, got some it Some of the twists got me a little bit, especially the last one. But. Lee, like, when he first saw it, you did think he, she murdered somebody. And, For like, second, like yeah. you were, like, oh, I don't know what you were thinking. Maybe like, oh, that's his best friend or brother. But I knew it was like, oh, you know, it's like if she did murder her, murder this person, whatever, he was abusive and shitty. It was probably self defense. But then why were you thinking this bo- a detective was researching, going after her for so badly? Because I mean, I don't know. It just it felt like re- really like awkward and weird. like what he was a really detective like. Uh, dedicated uh detective like an obsessed detective like uh, but i mean yeah i mean it makes, makes way more, more sense that she was married to him yes. and he was abusive <laughs> but now i think now i think i remember what i was gonna okay. say uh it, it would have been at least interest more interesting to me like if he like kind of pretended he was a cop he was going around like he like going around with like a, maybe like a fake badge and is the gun that he carries around and threatens people with um yeah. when he gets suspended <laughs> um and uh, yeah i think that would have been a better twist to like make it seem like you know he's a yeah, cop but yeah but like then once again that's okay i get it that's how you're making this movie better for you but that immediately like that means that's way more the focus for you in this movie and like where's the romance it's not a romance movie no more it's a thriller this movie has thriller elements, and I just it does. This movie kind of was a little aw- like tonally awkward. No. Yeah, I think so. You got to keep flashing back to the evil because, okay, I'll give you the tidbit. This is the only book movie uh, book adaptation of Nicholas Sparks that actually has an antagonist. <laughs> like uh, a real person antagonist. The other ones have antagonists, but it's like. The, the disease or like something that's happening in the mo- book or movie. Right, right. This right. one actually has a dude. And this guy is a he's a cartoon character. Basically. He's Lee's favorite character. <laughs> Detective Bass. My actual his eyes. my actual favorite character as opposed to the other one. <clears throat> Lee oh. Is it your favorite character or your favorite moment? We'll find out. Uh, last two people, we got Cullen Miss as Deputy Bass. Cullen Miss as Deputy Bass. Mike Paninsky as Lieutenant Robinson. I think that was the ball. They were there. Yep, they were there. We got the music by Deborah Lurie. I love the music in this. It's just like, we all white people. (laughs) This is white people. But also, if you listen to it, like, you can tell, like, that's how romance movies do it. They'll have like this like light. That's how they set the tones with like you can tell like what's gonna happen like what's that gonna soft, happen by the music. Uh, acoustic guitar, <laughs> or if something bad's about to happen, the music gets like real like piano. Dun, 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 mm-hmm, dun, dun, mm-hmm. When they're about to make love, you get you cue in the black guy. We are looking for you guys. Yeah, some fucking <laughs> like shitty R and B song. Yeah, rude. When they're gonna dance, it's gonna be some white lady like on a guitar, like I'm a white lady. This I is kind of a sensual song, but not really. I'm looking at my man and I'm thinking, "Fuck my pussy." <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, this is just another movie they're trying to fuck. Trying to trying fuck. to fuck. Will they fuck? Probably. Probably. This Nicholas Bags fucks. No. Cinematography, Terry Stacy. I will say cinematography was pretty decent in this movie. We have some pretty shots. I mean, it's a pretty location. It's just like I, some nice little like seaside town in North were, Carolina. Um, there are even some shots where like 
she was like alone in her house and it was like all dark and she was like huh. she hears a noise and it she's like, kind of got like kind of looked like a, a horror bit. movie yeah because she's got ptsd and like she sees monsters everywhere i think that's like done a little probably better in the book you, like, you, get, yeah. you go more into it yeah like in, a, in like a, as a movie like it looked it looked it looked okay that I like that. Fine. I, I feel I have a question for you later on that I feel like I'm kind of getting the answer already, but we'll see where it goes. Um, even though this yeah. is like this is well, no, this might matter because this actually leave, leave my comment on this. This was edited by uh, Andrew Modernchin. Monchin. Uh, I don't know even know if you're commenting on like the person, but like sometimes with my movies, you're like the editing was fucking atrocious. <laughs> like, the editing was a little. Eh, in the beginning, but I guess like as it went on, it like once wasn't... it settled into like the one location. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, in the beginning, I was like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. there was a lot of like quick cutting and yeah. Lee's like, like, what movie are we watching? Because like, yeah, it started like twice. It started off with like the like the panic fleeing. Yeah, it was like a thriller. And, like, this is a thriller, and she's trying to like, escape. We we're just like thrown right and into it. And then all of a sudden, and then the next opening is her driving and then on it's that like, like scenic mountain view. And do, 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 do. That also, that's another tidbit. That. Uh, scenic drive uh, view buses and cars aren't allowed on that road that's a service road and it's like meant it's like a national park so like people aren't allowed to drive through there it was just really pretty for the scene so they did it like you gotta like have the prettiest way to go into a town that's the safe haven the safe haven and especially these movies all have their safe havens not the all these movies but these kind of bo- these kind of romance movie movies and books this is based off a romance book, like so, like yeah. It's mo- that's why it's so much more romance. There's not romance comedy books. I mean, there might be a little bit. There are, there are, but those they're more erotic and they're just all fucking. <laughs> um, you got the uh, production company Relativity Media and Temple Hill Entertainment, two powerhouses mm, in the romance. Produced uh, many, many uh, successful films. It's romance movies will make you money if you release them on the right times. Well, I don't think that's all they produce, but you know. Well, you know, they should only make those are the only good movies in the world. Uh, <laughs> well, that was uh, very appreciated for the fans. I'm, uh, I'm sure they'll write down in the comments that's their favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Where Lee went? No. <laughs> It was his beautiful uh, debut. His album's dropping next week. Look out for it. It's called No. With the first single, yes. Everybody just found out how much of a spazoid I am. (laughs) They just found out. Um, The release date. uh, This is distributed by uh, Relativity Media. The release date of this movie was February 14th, 2013. Come on. Come on what? Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, was this movie a hit? Well, its budget was twenty-eight million. Yeah, its box office five hundred. No, <laughs> it was ninety-seven point six million. Still a hit for a romance movie like this. But wouldn't it be hilarious if I was like three hundred and eighty million dollars? Leave you like what was happening in twenty thirteen? A lot was happening. No, this was happening. <laughs> this um, was happening. The movie event. I remember I watched this movie not like right when it came out, but like soon after. Mm-hmm. On <laughs> demand? Probably. Probably. Um This was his eighth film adaptation for Nicholas Sparks. What's is the notebook the first one? I don't know. I should have done that research, but no, I don't know. I just wanted I was so just I think there's one. the notebook. There's this the lucky one. Mm-hmm. Oh God, the lucky one. I don't know if this is worse or if that's worse. I don't. Mm, Let's see. There's that movie, uh, Dear John. Yep. Channing Tatum. How many is that? That's four. No, it's three. That's three. No, four. No, three. Lucky one. God, now everyone's getting inside how stupid we are. Uh, the, the Notebook, notebook Lucky John, One, Dear John, one. Safe Haven. Safe so that's four. four. Dum, 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 dum. What, what are the other ones? I don't know, but probably other ones. Like, I, I really should have looked that up, but I did not. I feel like, yeah, there are, 
There are a few other ones. But and whatever. I think he's made some more since then. So, like, this was his eighth one. I don't think it was his final one. His movies are always pretty, or his adaptations are always he's pretty, still like, writing books. Successful. Yes, they do, and they sell. Yes. Um. This movie, this got, it's not going to have, like, I guess to Lee it might have, like, funny or ridiculous quotes. To me, it's, like, cutesy no, romance really. ones. I don't even, like, okay. This one I liked. Since meeting you, it's been the first time since I've looked up. <laughs> when they were like really, like they were confessing their feelings, and then the, this was like when the little girl Lee was like, "Ugh," she was like, "You weren't here to tuck me in." Oh God! Lee was yeah. just like, "Ugh, yeah, die, little child. You should not <laughs> want any love from your father." No, I don't like love. <laughs> It just like it made me sick. It made me sick to my stomach. And then this is a quote that like Lee at this point Lee was still like you guys were are right now, not in on the secret. Promise me something, Katie. You'll take a lot of pictures and only regret the ones that you didn't take. <laughs> this is moments moments after this this line was read, Lee's mind was exploded. <laughs> because. Oh yeah, never We're mind. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. I like this line. When did we start selling paint? Today. Oh yeah. That was when. when he like the second time he met her, and he's just like, okay. Because uh, yeah, like the da- the daughter like, I don't think he did sell paint anymore, but the daughter thought he did, so she brought that out, and then like he was about to say like, oh, we don't sell, and then she's like, oh no, I need that, and he's just like, oh, okay, yeah, we sell paint for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those titties. It's it's a bike, not a kidney. From Joe, least maybe favorite character. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee loves these quotes, doesn't he? Loves this movie. Indeed. You actually catch this? I speared it. You gigged it? I gigged it. I gigged it. Lee was just like robots. What? What was that scene? That was when she got that weird-looking fish. The remember? flounder. Yeah, I guess if that's yeah, you remember, you know, you love this movie. I just watched it, so it's still kind of fresh in my brain. This this was cute. This was when like they kind of made up. Did you forget some Alex, did you forget something? As she's walking away and Lexi's, you forgot your bike. <laughs> she walks back up all smiling like, oh, weed. At this point, Lee was just like, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I don't think I was. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'm looking for some good quotes. Are you just on IMDb right now? No, I'm not. But you okay? Oh, Lee, this is one of Lee's favorite moments in the movie, right here. Do you like canoeing? I like canoeing. <laughs> that fucking random ass scene. That was just like you gotta insert some humor. It's just like, and it's just like it's also not even inserting humor. It's just an it's a common like trope in like a, a romance. You gotta have like this like the guy's trying to like ask her on the date, and it's gotta be There's like gotta be some sort of awkward. weird obstacle. Because he's so handsome, of course. If he asks a woman on a date, it's supposed to be like easy. And, like oh no, he's gotta like fuck up somehow, or something has to get in his yeah. way. Yeah, and I, I I love that scene because he looks at him like, dude, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like yeah, it's do you just, think I'm talking to your yeah this fucking random dumbass? Like he's like he probably to, like it's a small town. He probably actually knew him. Yeah, but he's like, but it just I don't know. It's still like I don't know. Yeah, the cringy. guy was like bending down getting cookies in an aisle, and then all of a sudden he's like, I'll lock I'll lock canoeing, and like he doesn't know. Like I would just look back and be like, oh, you were talking to that hot ass chick. I'm not gonna be retarded. <laughs> like, yeah, big goofy fuck. I like canoeing. And he's all like, well, uh, I think I'm all set now and like ready to pay for his shit. And then his uncle comes out like, hey, you know, just spit it out, son. <laughs> yeah. Like Hank Hill. 
Lee, another favorite Lee quote here. Joe, Katie, see, it's not so hard. Katie, bye, Joe. What? It was when like she was leaving, and Lee still didn't know. Because oh. Katie's like, like at that scene, like Joe's like, I can finally move on. I'm leaving. And Lee's like, oh, that's nice of her. She's going on like, she's probably just some like painter and we're going to like have a flash to maybe like her like going back to her daughter or her husband or something. Nope. You'll find out in a moment. I love this. Uh, uh, the police chief finding the wanted poster for the homicide, uh, homicide poster of Katie. She's your goddamn wife. <laughs> that was a funny scene. It was. You got the cl- you had to have the classic like captain like the chief. I'm upset. <laughs> What's in the water bottle? Water. Give me it. Let me smell it. Why? <laughs> Give me that. You 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 by suspended. Give me a badge and you're good. Don't take my badge, man. <laughs> Don't take my badge. That's <laughs> all I have left. Right then and there, most of his life force was drained away. He literally, like, leaks out, like, all of his bodily fluids. Yep, until this this is the last scene, we, uh, word we give him, as he's on top of her, trying to kill her. I gave you everything. Pulls a gun. You don't tell me what to do. Last lines. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's trying to, like, aim the gun to her head mm-hmm. and boop! Blows his whole, blows what liquid's left out of him. You know why she didn't get blood on herself? Because he had no blood to spray left. <laughs> he was fully dehydrated. His blood just came out like chunky. <laughs> That's why when she shot him, it like there was it, it just like fucking like sludged. And yeah. Didn't, like, it didn't spray everywhere all over. That's funny. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if the other like directors like you know what I actually was thinking that. That's why I did not have a spray on her. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Hey. No, they just didn't think about that shit. That's why they also like he gets stabbed. Well, it's, it's PG like, thirteen too. So. And also, it's why he gets stabbed and he doesn't feel it ever. <laughs> yeah, he gets stabbed and then I just I don't get that. He's drinking constantly and he's never drinking water and he never eats. I mean, maybe that's why he looks like he's dying. <laughs> but I don't know. Like he would have been dead already. <laughs> Well, maybe if she hadn't shot him, he would have, like, shot her and then immediately been like, I can die. And then he just has a stroke and dies. Yeah. As Josh Dumel stomps his head in. His life. <laughs> it was probably great, and he was just, like, a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Probably a bully. Probably killed little animals. Um, real psychopath, yeah. Okay, everyone. I think it's a time for the big reveal so we can get Lee's thoughts on it. Okay, this whole movie, you get the twist that the 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 husband, the that cop who's looking for her is actually the husband. She's not actually wanted for murder. He's abusing his powers. Oh my god! Then you like the Josh Duhamel's character, like had found the wanted poster, and but then he's just like, I don't care. I'll believe you. Um, mm-hmm. when she says like, I'm not a murderer. And then yeah, you know, then the movie, I'm not mad. No, no, not no. Mad. But then like Lisa's like, okay, we had the Nicholas Spark romance twist. Okay, we're done. Now we're just gonna have the ending. Okay, he gets killed. Oh, happy ending. Oh, he, she, because we had already seen that she had written letters to all the uh, for like for the every ch- for her child children's 18th birthday for when yep. they get married when they graduate college. Yep. It's Which, actually a touching scene. I actually, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you think about that, people actually do might that. Might actually be my favorite scene in the movie. When people die, people do that, or yeah. they know they're going to die, yeah, and they felt, have time. Yeah, not felt, everybody, but people. It felt some people. super believable. Yeah, and it was like a, you were just thinking, like, oh, that's going to be that'd be really sad. To like, re- it'd be sad and happy to read that letter when you yes. got it on your 18th birthday, and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we get revealed that like uh, there was one called for her. Oh boy! And it was, and in it, it's Josh Duhamel supposed to give it to the woman who is gonna be the next one, his his next wife, his next forever partner, the one who's gonna be able to help him raise his kids and build the life, and like Joe says, and then rebuild her family. Yes. And then we get revealed. You know, we keep mentioning this Joe character. Well, Joe, we thought was just a neighbor. Maybe another woman like her escaping abuse, 
some woman who was worked in the corporate world and was just like, I'm just going to live on the uh, the boonies. She, she felt pretty random. Uh, maybe someone who lost her I husband. I kind of think like, she felt like random. Maybe she was a widower. But then, in that letter, in the end, is there a picture with Josh Hummel's son when he's young and and the mother we haven't seen up until this point. And who the fuck is it, Lee? It's Colby Smolders. Joe. Joe. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know the character's name, but what, yeah. yeah. I loved it. I loved that. Because I, when I first saw this movie, I was like, oh, that's the wife. The first time I saw her, I like, that's the wife. And I didn't know anything and about still, it. And you still liked the movie? Yes! It's, it's, uh, that's not the first time that's happened to, like in a romance. Like... Like she was stupidest lingering thing. spirit, and she's like, "I got to take care of my family, and I'm gonna it's like stupidest watch over my family." Loved it, everybody. Listen to this. Okay, let's get his opinion on it. I just think it totally just undermined the entire movie. Why? Because we didn't need a fucking ghost. It's all like to it's fucking teach us lessons. In the end, oh well, you know what lesson? There was no lesson she was teaching. It was a nice thing. It's. Retarded. It's revealed that like, oh, the mother couldn't move on, so her spirit was restless and like was waiting for the for her husband to find someone and, and fill the hole. Spiritual because she could see her hu- she could see she could see her son going down a bad path. She could see her husband probably getting sadder and sadder. So this is a world where all this supernatural, you know, kind of spiritual stuff really exists. Okay, I don't think no. you have to go that undermines into bed all F. of the believability. I think what this is, it's Nicholas Sparks with a little bit of a religious undertone and in a religious like mindset and like to Christians, this would be almost believable. This would be a miracle. Stupid. I hate it. But it'd be something she never talked about. She wouldn't go up to Josh Mel like, "Motherfucker, I was talking to your wife this whole time." What I also think is hilarious is there's a lot of scenes of her walking through town talking with her. Was that just people thinking that she talked to herself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But this movie's just so stupid. I just, I could, I still, it, it still got you though. Because there's some scenes, there's literally one scene where she's walking, she's she like Katie sees her and she waves at her and she's walking in the forest and like wa- about to walk through like a, into the forest, but you can kind of still see through the forest. And as soon as she enters the forest, she disappears. She doesn't keep walking, even though you would be able to see her if she was still walking. There's a lot of scenes where, like, yeah, she's just all of a sudden there. Oh, it's like, and Katie doesn't really even realize it. Like, it's like almost like she's manipulating like another the situation. Movie that I'll, I'll eventually show you. You might be able to guess the twist for that movie too. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I just I no. I think it. I like because I like. Cute, I don't like wholesome fucking warmy nonsense. for me for me things. It's not nonsense to me. It's just like okay, it's a movie. Ugh. It can't happen in a movie. Not when the movie is just kind of like it's it's a thriller. It's a romance movie, a sappy romance movie, mm-hmm. which Delicious. conflicts with the thriller tone. Not really. And then we have this. Yes, it does. Absolutely, I don't think it you does. know romance because a lot of romance has some thriller. I in think it. enough of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, no romance. It's the, no. These things don't mix because it's not supposed to be like a, a thriller into the point where like you're really like oh shit a thriller. It's supposed to be like oh there's a little bit of a, like a push against like the the romance. I don't like that. It it's a total just just. Tonal gear shift. I think you got to turn off your brain when you watch no. certain movies. I hate that. Why? Because turning off your brain is just lazy. No, it's not. It's, it's being absolute, entertained. No, it's lazy. You don't want to think. I'm watching a movie called watching. Safe Haven. Okay. What am I supposed to like get learn from fluff. this movie? So if the ghost thing doesn't happen, what do you learn from this movie? It's just, a, it would just be a passable romance movie with, you know, oh, we got the Nicholas Sparks climax where people are in danger, a kid, a child is in danger, we gotta save a child, just like at the end of the lucky one. 
Because that's instant drama. Yes. Fuck you. Fuck this movie. Jesus, man. That's some rude bullshit. Because this movie is a fine (sighs) film. And I think you're missing the point of it and the whole tone and point. (laughs) I said it twice because that's how important it was. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's get into some questions for Lee. Questions for Lee. Questions? Questions for Lee. We have questions. Are they for Lee? Questions. (laughs) How does this one compare to the lucky one? Oh, man. Like, I mean, do you, which one do you like better? <laughs> which one do you think is done better? Because they're not super far apart. This Lucky one's in 2011. This one's in 2013. No, wasn't Lucky one in 2012? Oh, yes. Yeah, very true. Very Gee, true. Wow, they're Even closer. Apart. This one felt way more modern, though, for some reason. Even though they it don't did. have cell phones and shit, it still felt way more modern. Ugh, man. I don't know. Like, I was... I was sort of with this movie in the first, like, through a good chunk of it, and I was kind of having fun with it, with the sap, like, the sappy bullshit. I mean, it was cringy, um, like some of, you know, like the other romance movies you've shown me. Uh, Lucky One was boring. It was really, really boring. How do you think the acting compares? The acting's fine in both movies. I didn't. I don't really care about the. It's the characters I don't care about. I don't okay, care about okay, these people. Okay, okay, that makes it better, a little better. But if I have to choose one, honestly, I'm gonna have to go with the lucky one. Really? Because the lucky one at least didn't have an ending where I wanted to pull my hair out. You really wanted to pull your hair out just because of the ghost? I think it totally makes this movie into something really stupid and something it didn't need to be. This some Christian bullshit spiritual nonsense that I'm not into. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. It's not like overtly Christian. There's not like crosses and mentions. I feel like at the end of the day, like that's sort of the message. It is a little bit, but it's fucking. What did you expect? From a Nicholas Sparks movie. I expected just a regular ending where they're smiling and then fade off, fade out into the sunset, which is kind of what they did. But then that ending, that reveal, was just mind-boggling. I can't believe. I'm just, uh, it totally got you. I I, I didn't think it would get you so hard. I didn't think you would hate it so much. I like, this is really... Just throwing me for a dang loop. I always do. <laughs> you damn looper. Um, send you back to your past. Uh, uh, I knew you were going to uh, reference uh, that movie. What's your thoughts on the scale of romance movies? Like, What are you starting to lean towards? you like romance comedies more? I haven't shown you much romance uh, action movies, but you know, just think of an action movie with like a romance in it. Um it's mm. not like in action movies the romance romances like romance are usually not in the, the stone. No, that's what I'm gonna say. Like romance and action movies are usually never the focus, but there's always like the hero and he gets the girl, so it's kind of romance. Um, yeah, and there's certain movies where it's a little bit more like in depth, where like they're always together in it. Um, uh-huh. or this straight romance. <sighs> um. Well, I mean, I liked, I, I mean, I really liked Step Up. That's a serious romance movie. Very true. Okay. Um, And I was even kind of thinking about Step Up uh, during this movie. And just in the sense of, like, how much I was like, man, like, Channing Tatum's character was so much more interesting and sympathetic and likable. And I was like, I was, like, rooting for him. At the end of that movie, and in really any like, other romance movie I've shown you, you're never rooting for the guy. No, and you know, and I liked maybe I I get that because in every other I liked romance movie, can, the again, guys like, are already yeah. perfect. Channing Tatum wasn't; he was like an orphan. Yeah, 
that, that again that Damaged. movie felt believable. It, it was like it was gritty. You know, it had that kind of like street kind of. I feel weird the, using up, the word urban, but like urban aesthetic. Yeah, growing up poor in the city. Yeah, and in the system. Yeah, you know, it just it felt like I, I liked his character more. Basically, that's what it comes down to. And you know, Josh Duhamel's character, eh, he wasn't <laughs> eh, like you know he's not like somebody I can hate. He's not like he's just like he's a guy. He's just like normal. I'm a single father. What about I Julian? Julian Hoff. Yeah. I mean, she's not a she's not a terrible actress. Um, but again, like her character. Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of. I mean, I was. She's the main character, so I guess we get to learn a little bit more about her. Um. That's another thing I think in the book goes. I think you get more depth into the characters a little bit, even him, like especially the main the main male character, because but you I'm don't know sorry. anything about them, like other than like yeah. he's just like, well, like, we got pregnant and then we moved out here and now I own this like little shop. Like how what, what, how this happen? Yeah, and then so I guess my ultimate point though is like her just her character just kind of comes off more as bland at oh. the end. In the end, yeah, sad. They're both bland, I guess. Okay, well, so, okay, I get you, I get you, I get you. I kind of see kind of what romance you kind of like. Um, what was your favorite thing slash part, scene, actor, whatever, music, cinematography well, of this I, movie? I guess I already mentioned it. Uh, cinematography, I really liked. And the uh, the scene where he finds the the letters the letters yeah because he actually felt emotion there yes because then afterwards the son's there and he's just like what are you doing up there yeah like no one's supposed to go up there like like don't because he's afraid probably his dad's gonna like start taking it down one day to like move right right and he doesn't want to move on and then it burns down and he's crying (laughs) that scene was a little silly when he's like he's josh demel's like he has to he's covering his eyes He's like, this is so hard. Uh, acting. <laughs> I'm acting so hard right now. Uh. Raging actor clue. <laughs> um. So your favorite part was the cinematography and that scene. That's okay. okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm glad you like something. At least there's something. A couple of things. Okay. It was more than. Uh, well, I think we know your biggest complaint. It's Joe. Oh, I, I, it's the I, twist. It's the, ghost. it's the main twist in the end. The ghost. Ruin the movie for me. Ruin the movie for him. Fucking, you hear that, everybody? God dang. The thing that I, like, thought it would be funny, but I thought you would just go like, whoa, that's weird and absurd. But you wouldn't be like, now I hate it. <laughs> I was like, and now I hate it. I am the old man permanently now. <laughs> He's like, what? Because he started just like screeching. <clears throat> it gets like revealed. I'm like, because he didn't even notice it at first when the picture's revealed. And I'm like, Lee, look who's in the picture. And you were like, well, because I was like nodding off at that point because this movie's weight. Another complaint would be uh, yeah. this movie's <laughs> this movie's too long. <laughs> we already moved past that portion, Lee. No more complaints. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Just I just kidding. remembered. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um. Yeah, I think this movie's too long. But yeah, because I was like, I was like, Lee, look at the picture, and you were like, Oh yeah, it's Julian or whatever her real name is, uh, the actress. Colby and I was like, Smolders. Yeah, Lee. I'm like, Why are you seeing the picture and who's she next to? And you're like, Whoa! No! 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 It was like someone like just like it was like a scene in like Law and Order where like they take the mother down to the morgue. And they're like they uh, they wheel, they pull out the body and they pull it back and the mother goes on, no 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 Lily was just his whole world like <laughs> what but I thought it was just she's a ghost but I thought no oh oh, oh. just aneurysms happened <laughs> like I saw his head like do a exorcist spinning around his hair grew three inches and then went back it was weird. 
Um, it was crazy, y'all. But like, it was supernatural, like this movie. Uh, <laughs> like that ending. It was like a ghost came out and possessed me. But she finally got to go to heaven and move on. God, you can like can anyone like hear my eyes like actually rolling? Can you hear you know? me plucking them out? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'll hear that. Uh, <laughs> it'll sound like getting eaten by a bear. Um, <laughs> um well <coughs> my final thoughts on this. We're going to the final thoughts phrase. Ratings phase. You know. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Kill me See, now. See, everyone hear how bullying Lee is? Um, I'm going to give this movie... Okay. Mm-hmm. I know the acting's not great, and it's not the most perfect movie, but I'm going to be rating it on the like a romance movie. How much do I like this movie? It's a fucking 8 out of 10. I like the movie. I like the romance. I think it's cute. I think it's actually decently paced for a romance movie. They don't like immediately just start going blang and blang and blang. And in the movie, you're having a little bit of flash forwards of a few days and stuff. So it's not just like, and in a week, they were fucking and married. It's like a few weeks happen. And then, like, and even in the end, they're not married right away. They're just, okay, yeah. they're going to be together. Yeah. The guy goes through the whole thing of like, oh, he's dead now and like got to get officially divorced from him. I don't know if you have to divorce a dead man. I don't think you do. Um, no. But I, I mean, all know. the fallout from that shit, um, built rebuilding the like little shack thingy, whatever. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It's just, and I didn't, I didn't think anything about the ghost, even the first time I saw it. The couple times I saw it afterwards, this time, I thought it like this is the most I've thought about the ghost because Lee, the ghost wasn't a big part to me. That reveal wasn't even that big of a part to me. Because I literally saw... I might not have seen it the minute she came on, but like partway through the movie, I was like, oh, that's the wife. <clears throat> because it just kept, she kept pushing her and like saying things. And it's like, why would you give a fuck? Why do you care so much about this relationship? And I was like, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. That's the mom. Maybe I just, maybe I just wasn't paying that much attention. And then in the scene when, like, the, when she's in the dream... I thought that's when Lee would get it. He's here. That was the ghost because the well, you. I thought you would have uh, because earlier during the uh, the uh, the firework like the sh- festival and the guys like the detective uh, abusive man's walking through around. You see Joe see him, and then you see the ghost see him. Yes, but but how can she tell her? Because like she can't let it, like I, the only one who can dream. see the only one who can see her is the uh, is uh, Katie. No one else can see her. Her family can't see her. Otherwise, why wouldn't she talk to her family and her husband? Katie's the only one who could see her, um, and she was probably surprised in the beginning. Like that's probably why she was so surprised when she was caught looking through the the house because she was like, "Oh, you could see me," but she didn't, couldn't say that. <laughs> I'm, that's not like totally like I don't know if that's true, but it just kind of like my hunch. Um, but yeah, and then like she's like, oh, how can I warn her? Oh, warn her in a nap, in her dream. And I even, I even dropped a hint then. I was like, Lee, who visits in dreams? Dead people. And Lee was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, what? But Lee, she's a ghost. It was like the Sixth Sense. Lee watched the Sixth Sense and was like, like it's no, like I already right knew. when that scene happened, someone came up behind Lee. And it was like fucking. Di- uh, d- well, uh, that movie was actually Joe about. Pe- it was like ghosts. Joe Pesci. Oh no! His <laughs> front of his eyeball plops. Up. Oh no! But that movie was actually about ghosts, so it makes sense to have a twist where a character, a main character in the film, is a ghost. A little side note: I watched that movie when I was like six, and then I had to sleep by my mom for three years. <laughs> That movie fucked this me up, especially the scene when he goes under the bed and the little girl's there. It is this very creepy scene. That's I fucked like the up. Sixth when sense. the little, the one, the one, the, the teenage boy is like, uh, like shh, and he turns around and his head's bl- the back of his head's blown out. Yeah, it's like Jesus. It's a pretty creepy Earth. movie. I don't like it. Um, of course not. Okay, get away from that. GBBBs away. The uh, so yeah, I give this movie an eight out of ten. I recommend it. I like it. Now let's get Lee's F minus. So. <laughs> yeah. 
it's probably you know, going to be higher. I want to know what your score was kind of gearing up to before the ghost reveal. So I was pretty much ready to give this movie a just like a 5 out of 10. Damn. It was pretty uh, just like average through most of it. Like, wasn't really pissing me off. Wasn't really. It was just kind of like. A little boring here and there. I thought you would have liked it way more than Lucky One because you seemed more into this movie and more entertained by this movie than the Lucky One. Lucky One, you were like, <laughs> like you were like not like you were not paying attention at all. But there's other factors why you might be able to pay attention to this movie better that have happened in real life. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but this movie, as it was going on, you know, it was like you know. I was having fun with the detective bags under his eyes. <laughs> uh, how just like, ooh. His life just leaking like, from and him. And she kept even saying that. But like she even, like the, I, I kind of liked it. Like she was even said like it was like he would suck the life out of the room and all of a sudden like he'd just get angry. and like. Mm-hmm. It, but then that looks like what happened to him. Like as he like, when he couldn't put his anger on someone else, it, it went inside of him and just started eating him. Yeah, and- there's some good ideas, oh. I guess, for characters. Just, I don't know. It's, this just doesn't really met to me personally. It doesn't mesh well with the sappy romance elements. Um, yeah, and that twist just utterly nuked this movie for me. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna give this movie four out of ten. Oh. Which I th- think was the same rating I gave the lucky one. So I guess I would probably, like, since, you know, I don't have to choose one or the other in that situation, I guess I would sort of put them on an even playing field. I don't, I don't like them pretty much equally. But Although yeah, this one a little bit. Another pure romance movie that failed Lee's test. Yeah. I'll find one eventually. You already did. Is step up. Oh, damn! You're right. You're true. You're true. You're true. You're true. But that has dancing. No, I'm just kidding. It's not the main focus. That's why I want to show you step up too. Or did I? You already showed me step up. God too. damn, everyone! I'm so sorry. Foolish We're man. Forty one podcasts. I've done a lot of legal prescribed medicine from California <laughs> since then. Um, yep. Well, so have I. That's funny. We went from a five to a four. I thought it was going to get a little lower. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Your penis breath. <laughs> but let's get into what we're going to be watching next week. We're not going to. We're going to watch a movie that I want to. You'll find out next week. Bye, everybody. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> everybody, don't, cl- don't tune out. I'm just kidding. All right, Lee. Okay. Go. Well, uh, I'm going to go with a movie that uh, I'm, I'm actually – Really excited to watch. I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't watched it in quite a while, actually. Uh, but this is a movie that, uh, is, uh, ever since I watched it, uh, has always been one of my, f- probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and damn. I think this is this is a. Ri- I never even heard it. And you this is it. yes, this is an un- a very underrated movie. Well, it's not even that I've never heard of it. It's I never heard. I mean, I haven't. But also, I've never heard you even mention it. And it's one of well, your favorite movies of all like, time. It's because it's like it's hard to like bring it up in conversation because it's kind of it's really niche. Okay. Um, the movie that I'm choosing. Is a is a film from uh, the early nineties. It's called Ed Wood. Okay, it's old, and uh, it stars uh, someone who I guess is a little bit of a controversial figure now. Not in this podcast, but in other people's homes. Yes, uh, Johnny Depp, and uh, this Free is a, this is a pretty uh, underrated uh, performance, in my opinion, of his. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to talk about this movie. I haven't watched it in a while, but uh, I'm pretty sure I'm still gonna really love it. I would love it if I liked it more and you hated it, and you're just like, <laughs> "Why not, not I like it?" Don't think that's gonna. No, happen. I'm probably not gonna. But I don't know anything about it. I'll be reading the wiki in a few days. But <laughs> all right, everybody, I'm not gonna do that. Don't worry. Um, well, we hope you look forward to that next week. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode.
we, uh, as always, even if the other one, the other person doesn't like the movie, we recommend watch the movies, get your own opinion. Um, we know he spoiled it for you, but you know, it's, it's not the same as actually watching it for any of these movies. And then also we recommend that like before you, uh, listen to the podcast, you should watch these movies if you really want to follow along and not get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a rating, a review, and share the podcast. It really helps us out. Uh, helps get us promoted to the front page. Gets more people listening. Makes it more fun for us. Makes it so we can uh, make it, uh, put a little more money into this and make it a little higher budget and make it more fun for you. Um, yes. We, uh, well, we hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. Stay out of my safe haven. You son of